It's like it's like every week's like, what's gonna happen this week? And it's like, I don't know, what's gonna happen this week? So Who can know? All right. So hey everybody, welcome to the podcast. We are on and it seems to be running well and we all seem to be, you know, working out. So it's me, Fernie, and my co-host Michelle. And um go ahead, girl, say your thing. Hi, I'm Michelle. I am Michelle. <laughs> that was so good, girl. That was so good. Oh my gosh. I'm like super <laughs> blown away by you. Oh my goodness. How are you doing today, baby girl? Um, I'm good. Um, I got my ass handed to me, of course, this week because remember we talked about Chiron a while ago. Mm. Well, that fool is too close to the moon. That's all I'm gonna say. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of healing going on this week. Mm-hmm. But it's good because, I mean, I think those are the times when you really just kind of figure out where you're still messing up, you know, Mm. if you're paying attention to it. Because like we talked about in book study the other day, when you don't pay attention to what spirit is saying to you, that's when you just keep trying to roll the ball and you're just doing it all wrong. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to tell you, I wrote out this full routine and schedule for the house, right, in Mm -hmm. May. Now, do you think I implemented that? No. You know, I didn't. Mm-mm. So <laughs> this week I was like, I don't know why I can't. And then I was like, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. So today I was like, okay, this is, this is what we're supposed to be doing today. Because I have the whole thing like written out. I just, you know, like, I guess maybe I was just like comfortable in that chaos of like being like, oh, I don't know what to do today. Mm-hmm. Yes, you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you do. So, of course, Michaela's all grumpy because we have, Mm. like, rules, but, oh, well. You know, it's fine. You kind of have to have, like, some rules. Like, I don't believe in, like, living, like, a militant lifestyle where, like, everything is, like, structured and, like, completely has to be, like, by the book. But, I mean, I think you need to to have some structure to your day. You know, like, for me, like, my structure, like, and I'm not a very structured person. Well, I am, like, with my readings, but, like in my everyday life i don't think i'm very structured i get up i get my coffee feed the cats you know most days i'll you know do the litter box you know right then and there but some days i just like "Eh." it's like not even it's escaping me so and then i got like the structure in the evening when i'm done with my readings and all that other stuff and it's nice it's nice having like that schedule because it's almost like it makes me feel like i have control of something in my life you know and i think that's the thing and that's what you're saying is like you felt feeling out of control like what am i supposed to be i think the structure can help you feel like you're in control of something so you don't feel like you're Mm -hmm. like just off on the handles and not you know there's rules for a reason y'all yeah and the thing is is that like at the time that i wrote all that out and was trying to do it i was also trying to put myself on a schedule Mm -hmm. but i've already done that now so now I'm like, okay, I get it. I know mm-hmm. how, first of all, not how easy it is, but how to do it. So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, it's going to be fine. You can fight against it all you want to. But mm-hmm. at the end of this 21, 30 days, you're going to feel so good. Mm-hmm. And you're going to be feeling so accomplished in school. And you're going to be like, I know how to do math. So just relax and allow me to help you. You know. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we need people to just be there for us. I mean, even if they can't mm-hmm. fix the issue... Like, if they can't solve it or fix the issue, I'm fine with that as long as they're just, like, supportive or they're there for us, you know? And they're just, like, letting us know, hey, I'm here. Mm-hmm. I'm here. I'm gonna, I've got your back. But it is what it is. It really is. I mean, mm. it's just, it's, honestly, I think they might let her go back to school next month. Because, mm. I mean, even though it's scary for me, mm-hmm. she's just, like, 
the type of person who needs that structure, mm-hmm. you know, of going to school and switching the classes and having to like, you know, mm-hmm. cool out for a little bit. Cause otherwise she's like a ping pong ball mm-hmm. and it's just, it's a lot, you know? So I don't know. Then again, I'm also thinking they might just shut down again by then. So my dreams of, being able to work <laughs> will be dashed. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was, I, you know, like right, right before we got on the podcast, I was, I was doing my walk and I called my cousin Monica and I was just like, Hey girl, what's up? What's going on? You know, cause she just got on a plane and flew to Vegas. I was like, okay, girl, <laughs> good luck. You know, it's like people be getting sick mm-hmm. on the airplanes. Um, but she was telling me that her like her daughter is having trouble like keeping up with the workload and she's just not turning her stuff in or she's really lazy or this or that and i'm like okay and i thought to myself okay and and i was like well you know why don't you get her a tutor she's like well yeah i might get her a tutor you know but she's like i i was gonna send them back to school like in person because they've been doing the online stuff from home and then she says and then we got to notice that the class that she was supposed to be in that someone tested positive for covid so they had to like whoever was showing up to the class has now can't do it. Now like, so she's like, I right. guess I'm gonna take that as a sign, you know? And it's like, well, you got to take it seriously. You can't play around with this stuff as much as people like to play around and pay the consequences. But mm-hmm. yeah. And I think the, the tickets to Vegas are like $5 right now or something. Yeah. Cause everyone's. <laughs> yeah. <So. laughs> and she said there was a crap load of people. She said there was a crap load of people there. So there's a lot of people in Vegas right now. They're just kind of hanging out or whatever. I'm looking through the comments here because I'm seeing what people people are like. Yeah, people are just saying hi. Like, hey, everybody, hey, everybody, cool, so cool. Um, Christina's like, I, I like, I, ha- I have, I feel like I have a sixth sense and wanted to know what I can do to enhance and embrace it. I'm ready now. I, you know, what do you do to like work on your psychic ability? Me. Mm-hmm. Um, I do cards and writing, and I am really like. I guess I'm just noticing it's something called what Claire Audience or something where Mm -hmm, music tells me what to do. Mm. So I'm like, I listen to my songs every morning because usually they line up with whatever I'm feeling energetically. And I'm like, yes, that's a very Mm -hmm. important note. So like I purchase the batteries going low, all the haywireness. Mm. Anyway, um, I just kind of take every day and I'm like, listening to my intuition i feel i feel crazy most of the time mm-hmm. but I, I always think if if somebody else would think it was unstable for me to do it right now then i should be doing it because that's what i'm telling me to do you know what i mean mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so i just really practice listening to the voice feeling and noticing the synchronicities so like if somebody brings me something that i just thought or said or wrote down i'm like oh okay then mm-hmm. that must be the feeling of when i'm in that zone, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you need to, did you need to plug up your phone to your power cord? I'm gonna go get the charger. Go Just do leave it, girl. Me alone today. Go because go. <laughs> <laughs> you're like my my battery's dying, my phone's dying. I'm like, okay, girl, well, you on live, so I'm like, you may not be able to like put that off any further. Like, you may need to go charge your damn phone. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Y'all are so funny. That's well, so funny. I'm back. Listen, it's 2020. I'm doing my very, very best. Mm-hmm. That's all I can say. Mm-hmm. I think that's at this point, that's where any of us 
are at is like we can do, we can only do our very best. I mean, it's like it's like one day at a time. Yeah. Take it one day at a time at this point um, with everything that is going on. Um, it's funny because Norm, Norm on uh, Facebook, he's like, you know, do you think things are going to calm down next year? Is the crazy energy going to slow down? What do you think? Uh, I think next year, yes, it will calm down. Mm. Uh, but it's about to ramp up here mm-hmm. is really what I think. Mm-hmm. I think it's about to get very unstable physically, mm-hmm. spiritually, and energetically as we move towards January. Mm-hmm. So your best bet is to be finding your source <laughs> so that you know that you're going to be all right. Right. I mean, like, I don't know if you guys saw, but like a couple of days ago, maybe I think it was September 26th or 27th, but some guys in uh, California, one of them killed the other one, their neighbors. And the last words that they said was, one of them said, all lives matter. And the other guy said, black lives matter. And then he shot him to death and then went in the house and killed himself. So like people are in some Mm. really unstable situations right now. Mm. So we all just have to be trying to hold on to something. Mm. And just remember that you can find joy even if everything around you feels like it's unstable. Mm-hmm. I, it, you know, I think sometimes the, 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 the greatest things happen when there's a lot of stress or pressure building up. And I think that this, you know, entire the year as a whole, and I don't think it's, I, I do think it's going to calm down some, but I also think there's other things that are going to ramp up and continue to ramp up. Like climate change is not going away. If anything, it's only going to continue to get worse. And I think we're really past the point of no return at this point, And we can't really do anything to reverse or to stop the damage. All we can do is slow down the impact on our like civilization and society. Cause I feel like that's just going to continue to go crazy. But you know, regardless of what happens, cause I don't know if y'all have heard that Trump, Oh, Trumpy has COVID now and he's in the hospital and <laughs> he's like, you know, deathly ill, but he's putting out videos like everything's okay. Um, you know, with that whole situation, mm-hmm. I have so many thoughts around that. I don't wish anyone death. I'm just not going to do that. I'm not going to wish anyone death. Um, I think that, the universe has a great way of providing opportunities for us to see truth and what is. And even if we have our own ideas or opinions about what reality is really about and what is really going on in the world, the universe has a very interesting way of humbling us and reminding us that we are not at the wheel, that we are simply passengers on this bitch and she driving. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> she's driving so i think that you know as far as he is concerned you know i i actually was thinking about this on the way on my walk because there's a lot of people celebrating <laughs> there's a lot of people like oh my god like i'm, I'm like hallelujah president i mean there are i mean people are like out and about they're ready to throw a party about this um and i cannot say oh my gosh like i can't say i got a smirk on my face when I heard that he got sick because I was like, well, (laughs) Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, you live by the sword, you know? So, and, and for me, it's like, "Mm," but at the same time, and that's the human response. That's the funny response. That's the, that's the response. That's like, this is what happens full. Like, this is what we've been talking about. Like you need to make sure you set 
you set a proper example for everyone and you need to make sure that you are looking out for everyone's best interests and you need to make sure that you are doing everything within your power to take care of your house. And when you don't take care of your house and when you begin to, you know, live in a mindset and in a reality that only serves you is self-serving, but you don't look out for nobody else, you know, at some point there's got to be some sort of like balancing that takes place. Um, do I wish him death? No, I don't wish him death. Um, do I get pleasure from knowing that he has, he's now in like a life or death situation? A little bit, a little bit. You know? <laughs> do, what do I want to do with that? I mean, I don't, I, maybe this is my own spiritual journey. Maybe, maybe this is my own spiritual path because I don't want to become someone who is going to operate from a perspective of low vibes. I don't want to operate from that place of hatred. I don't want to yeah. operate from that place of anger and rage. I don't want to operate from that like low vibe state. Cause I know that's a very low vibrational place to be at. And it really isn't a place of spiritual, you know, spiritual m mindset at the same time, you know, from a human perspective, this is just entertaining to watch to say the least. Absolutely. Um, Sometimes when you're not in a position to wish someone well, because I'm not going to wish him well. <laughs> when you're not in a position or when you're not in a place where you can wish someone well, I'm not going to wish them ill either. I'm going to simply just send love out. And I'm specifically sending, and I, <laughs> I don't want to send him love because I'm like, I'm not trying to help you rebound from this. Like whatever happens, happens. And Obama, you says it's time you done, baby. You did your time. It's time to come back home. Then mama, mama, you take them. But mm -hmm. I'm not trying to make that better. I'm not going to, I'm not going to like put my positivity towards his recovery. Cause that's, I'm not there as a human being. I'm just not there. <laughs> and I'm okay with that, mm -hmm. but I'm not going to wish him ill. I'm not going to wish him death. I'm not going to wish him a recovery. But what I can do is I can reach inside of myself and just try to still find a place that exists within me that ex that experiences love, that sustains love. So on the walk that I was like, to, I was like really struggling with this and I was talking to like Aja and I was talking to God and I was like, I mean, this is like, this is a struggle for me because some people are like, oh my God, look at those hypocrites. Like, you know, they, they want everybody to be treated this way or that way, but they're also wishing him death. You know, I'm like, well, that ain't no different than the opposite side. So I mean, what are you talking about? So for me, right. I, I can't wish him ill. I'm not going to wish him death or ill. I'm not going to wish him well. I'm going to just send love into the universe and say, you know, God's will be done. You know, thy will be done is what I say. If right. the universe decides, if, if, if it is within the bigger picture for him to no longer be here, then I will accept that decision because the universe made that decision. I didn't make that decision. I don't have any power of what's going on with him. Right. If the universe decides he's still here, he's still here. And I have to accept that there's a lot of very complex operations at work to allow us in this place to be able to move forward in our own unique and individual way. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't need to, I don't need to pretend and I'm not going to be like some of these, like, 
I'm not going to be like some of these people who are being fake and like, oh my God, I wish him better. I wish him like, no bitch, you don't really, you don't really mean that. You don't really mean that. Like, don't go out and say all these positive, wonderful things when you wishing the man drops dead. Like, don't don't do that. Like, if you can't be authentic to who you are, then just be then then just shut up, shut the hell up. You know, I don't need to hear from you. But that's what you have. You have people being so fake and like, oh, you know, and I don't need to be fake. I just need to be real with myself, and I'm being real yeah. with myself, and I admittedly cannot bring it within myself to wish him well. So, but, and I, I, and part of that is because I have no sympathy because you put yourself in this position. Like you set yourself up, you put yourself in this position, you put yourself in a situation where you have contributed to the pain and suffering of hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people on this planet. And, and even though you're only like one person on, in one country, you, you, you're part of the energy you put out and what you put out. Now you are sowing the benefit of, this is the benefit. This is what you've created in this world. And so, yes, it is befitting that you would go through this because you have created the situation that has produced the opportunity for you to get this. Mm-hmm. So why are you gonna be yeah. mad at everybody? Why are you be mad? At, you know, be mad at yourself because you put yourself in this position. That's just how. Yeah. I okay. He never wears a mask, or he when he wears a mask, he makes fun of other people who are wearing masks. Mm-hmm. Somebody I know uh, felt like this was proof positive of their manifestations because they mm-hmm. just wished that he would get sick. And I mm-hmm. said, okay, if that's gonna help you understand that you have power, I'll allow it. Yeah. But. At the same time, I saw my cousin was like, have you prayed for the president regardless of <laughs> your political affiliation? Girl, and girl. I saw my mother oh. on the post talking about, I prayed for him and I just commented underneath it. I said, you would. Because I, I mean, and I haven't not prayed for him, but I haven't, prayed. I haven't even thought about it. Because my thing is, I know it would be too much like joy for him to be gone. You know what I mean? It would be too much. Too, it would be too much joy for anybody to be able to handle because there's so many people who would be like, "Yes, finally." So I just look at it like it's probably going to be. He'll get yeah. better fairly quickly. A rapid, rapid recovery with some. Uh, we all mm-hmm. have to take it because then nobody will get sick or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. not doing it. Yeah. And I honestly, I think this is. I don't know if we're even going to have the election the way that we're supposed to. Like, I keep seeing, like, like well, a, there's gonna be bombing a train thing. going off the rails. I, you know, I think that, I think that, um, there's just, first of all, I was talking to Ed about this. He's like, you know, I, I told him, I was like, I don't think he's going to die. I think he's going to, you know, bastard's going to keep going, you know? And that's just like that thought in my head, like, like if it were only that simple, I think that, this is, you know, regardless of what happens, if he doesn't, if he passes away, I still see a lot of violence in the cities. I think that people oh, on yeah. in his party, people who are like diehard Trump people are going to be like, he's been taken out. This was set up. People took him out. They killed him. He's now the Messiah. He is now, you know, Jesus Christ superstar. We need to stand for our, you know, our leader. And so. I can I can almost guarantee that I I feel there's going to start to be like attacks and bombings and and things that are yeah. being targeted just out of strife and anger and hatred pure hatred mm-hmm. which in in itself if you go and you start bombing at this point in the, in today's age today 
this week, if a white person goes over and bombs a black church, that's the, the end game. At this point, it's it's going to set it all off and that's it. Yep. And that's why it's so scary because that's if he dies. You know, that's if he, I can easily see that if he doesn't uh, die, if he lives, you know, which, you know, I think he's going to pull through. Um, I feel like it's, it's still the same shit, but I can see like places that are voting, like places where people are lined up to vote in liberal, like, you know, places being bombed or being targeted or whatever, because they're going to be trying to scare people not to show up to vote or not to do this or not to do that. And so I can see that starting to happen or starting to go down. And that's no good because it's it's just going to it's still going to be craziness. And if he loses the election, which I expect that he's going to lose the election, um, I, I think that he's not going to go quietly. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he flees to another country next year, but I, I don't think he's going to go quietly. And I think that people are still going to come out and say that it's not real and it's been like completely hacked and all this other bullshit. And there's, you know, and I can still see the same crap going down. So it's like, there's no, yeah. it's like at this point, we're not in a win. Like we're, this is a no win situation. Like the rest of this year, y'all. This is a no-win situation. Make sure you got food. Make sure you got, you know, a place to go if you need to get the hell out of the city. I mean, it sounds crazy, but it is. this is the age that we live in, and this is the craziness that we live in. Um, so, I, I mean. It's the twilight zone. Yeah. I mean, like, we're here now. Mm-hmm. Wherever we thought we never, ever possibly could maybe live in, we're there. Mm-hmm. Like, this. that's what it is. So, I honestly, like, just like you said, I think we talked about this last week. There is going to definitely be fighting in the streets. And then, mm-hmm. of course, that debate was a monstrosity. Mm-hmm. And that was an entertaining during the debate, he said, um, we all know what he said about the Proud Boys standing mm-hmm. back and standing by. Mm-hmm. But that was in, in reference. Then he said they should go to the polls to mm-hmm. watch. So they're going to be harassing people mm-hmm. because they, they have this, um, what do they call it? Um, where the police deputize somebody. Is that what? That oh is? yeah. Yeah. They're being like, they're being made unofficial. Um, they're being made like unofficial officers love law enforcement, like law, yeah. law enforcement officers. And they're being given all this power and authority. You absolutely do never want to do that because people are crazy and they, I mean, we already got, crazy police officers i don't know why you we need to be giving other people um that power because nobody should be that power have that power unless they've been properly trained and that's actually part of the problem is people ain't properly Mm -hmm. trained you know right the the already real real life police are already Mm -hmm. not properly trained to deal with other people and have emotional intelligence Mm -hmm. you bring it in jethro from the trailer (laughs) up the street and he's like oh yeah (laughs) it's my time you know like no like Mm -hmm. it's going to be a mess Mm -hmm. and just like the story i was telling y'all about the two neighbors where the guy wasn't even black he was hispanic and the neighbor killed him and shot him behind i guess his white supremacist his white supremacist right being taken away i am Mm -hmm. white hear me roar Mm -hmm. (laughs) calm down all covid lives matter you know (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, all Listen, COVID lives matter. All That's COVID cases that, matter. Like, this is yeah. no different. It's not special. Mm-hmm. I saw they had a whole pre- press conference in front of some building. Everybody was dressed in their lab suits. I'm like, this is the Twilight Zone. I feel like this is what I would see on an episode of the new Twilight Zone. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. It's unreal. It's surreal. It is 2020. Mm-hmm. And I think it's beautiful in a way, too, because I like growth and expansion. But I see that people are not prepared for it. Ain't nobody got so, time for this. Ain't nobody got time for this to, this year. <laughs> like incrementally, like it's like it, it it's like, you know, bite size. Like bite hey y'all, here's a Thanksgiving dinner, but everything's done rotted and I burnt the turkey. But you gotta eat it all. Like, oh my God, how am I gonna fit all that in this little bit of bedly? You know, it's like that's how I feel. It's like it's too much to like ingest. So it's like you kind of just have to like, okay, today's a new day. Today's a new day, you know? Yeah. Mm-mm. Every day, one day at a time. And like I saw somebody saying, and I totally agree with this because that's kind of how I felt this week. I was like, look outside, look at the world, look what's happening. Why am I still being expected to show up for work and school? Like it's mm-hmm. a regular ass time. Mm-hmm. Like this thing is fixing to fall over mm-hmm. and you want me to spend my last hours looking at you? you know like i guess that's part of my thing is i'm like okay well can we just all come to an agreement that we need to be doing something different if this is how we are going to be living as opposed to okay everybody keep trying to be in the same space of normalcy mm-hmm. it's not normal it's yeah. not where we were so trying to <clears throat> pretend is ridiculous to me that's that's the thing though i think on a core level, and I, I believe this, I really do believe this. On a core level, I believe that we're all like good people. I think we're all, we are all. I mean, it, it is the it is the ideology of spirituality or the, you know the practice. It's like we are all source in human form. We are all source form. That's what I want to call it. So we all come from a place of love, and within us, within the deepest recesses of our being, there is love. There, there is caring, nurturing energy. There. But, you know, once you start packing on the layers of life, people get caught up in that. And I think people at their core know what's right and what's wrong. And unless you suffer from a mental illness, I think that people at their core know what's right and what's wrong. Mm -hmm. And when you get enough people, you know, giving each other props for doing what's wrong, it becomes infectious it's like a disease and it just kind of spreads because at that point people are using whatever opportunity they have in front of them to express and expel that energy that is built up within them that has been caused by the pain by the suffering that they've gone through individually and i believe all people have gone through some sort of suffering all of them all of the people on the planet but they are finding they want ways to express that and to expel that and they either can go into Go to the hardest place you can go to, which is to the place of forgiveness and release, which is not easy mm-hmm. under any uh-huh. circumstance. Or you can go to the place of action and self-righteous, self-righteous, um, self-fulfilling like behavior, which I think is where violence comes from, where, you know, how white people are bullies. Why, you know, I think that's where all that comes from. And it is, it's a place of fear. And I think that, people who there's a collective suffering there, even with all them white folks who are being hateful, there's a collective suffering there. And Mm -hmm. what's the crazy thing is that the suffering is the one that the self imposed, like they have caused for themselves the suffering that they are now trying to impose on others. And they believe that by 
imposing the suffering on others, it's going to lift them up and like give them a, a, a bit of a boost. Like we need to bring ourselves up. And the problem is that's not, that's the exact opposite of what's going to, what's going to happen. You're bringing about more suffering, not only for others, but also for yourself in the process, because your suffering is going to ex essentially expand out and become an infection throughout consciousness and throughout society. You know, like nobody did anything around Hitler until enough people died. Like people, you know, nobody yeah. did anything about that. And so I think that right now we are really feeling it and it's just only continuing to intensify. And I think un until enough of us recognize that we have to unite in a loving, protective supportive way until enough of us unite in that way this is going to continue to happen but i i feel there are a lot more people on the side of justice i think there's a lot of people on the side of like that's wrong i'm seeing that and that's wrong like i i believe there's a lot more si people on that side than on the side of hatred and anger and violence and i think that when we realize that we have the potential to unite and really like take charge and control, which I don't think has happened yet, nothing's going to change. And these people are going to keep continue to just go out there and just be a virus, you know, be an infection. It's, it's like the body, the body, you know, when someone gets sick, the cells in your body, they're just doing their own thing, you know, doing whatever, doing their own thing. And then when there's an infection that, that's, starts up in the body the body just kind of continues to allow that infection now there is some reaction within some of the localized cells but for the most part the whole body doesn't really do anything to like stop mm -hmm. that localized infection until it gets out of proportion and it gets off balance at that point your body's like oh no bitch we're shutting down and at that point you go into fever mode you go into like oh my god oh my you know your body is like no i'm like it's either fight or flight at this point we haven't gotten to the flight or fight mode yet um it's coming but we haven't gotten there yet yeah. Also, I think, and I was looking at some old videos I have, and I said something like, you know, we can really get to how to connect on that deeper love level once people on their ego level or their physical level are able to stop feeling victimized. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and for a lot of people, that's going to take quite some time because the victimization continues. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's like, if we could stop the aggression and the finger pointing and the you black people or you Hispanics or whatever mm -hmm. people are saying about mm -hmm. us, if that could end, then maybe we could be like, okay, I had a day where I didn't have to watch a murder video mm -hmm. or I had a day where I didn't have to hear about children being held captive in a camp. Mm -hmm. and, and then my vibration was able to come higher because a lot of people are not skilled at being able to ignore that and say, I understand that I'm still love, love is still free, and I can still feel good. A lot of people really do feel like this world is terrible, it is toxic, it is tragic, and there mm -hmm. is no God. Mm -hmm. And they feel like that because of the way other people act. Like mm -hmm. I had a conversation with a woman today, and she was like, I mean, look at all this tragedy. And I asked her, I said, well, have you seen miracles before? And she was like, yeah, but I've also seen tragedy. And I'm like, See, that's the thing is if you focus only on Christianity and what they teach you, you will really be stuck mm -hmm. because you don't understand that there's a balance to it. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean we don't have love or that we're not worthy just because we have tragedy happening here. I mean, the pendulum swings both ways, always. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there's two sides to it always. And that's part of coming into 
true spirituality and understanding duality and that just because something is dark doesn't mean it isn't also light and that you can't transmute it, you know? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, we have so many layers to this. There's so many layers to it. And it's going to take so much time, I think, for people to really connect on that level. So that's why I said, I mean, even though like, okay, 2021 probably be better. There's going to be fighting. People are still going to be going against each other. It's not going to be until something just goes kaboom here and says, hey, guys, love is really the key, mm. you know, and they have to say, you know what, even though we don't look alike, we don't have the same skin color, we're brothers or we are the same. We are one. We're part of the all, you know, mm -hmm. so it's going to be a, a, some time, I think. Well, that's what we're like, you know, you made a point there because I think with everything that is happening this year and then this year, and I keep saying this year, cause this really is a year for the, the history books. I think that, um, there's so many in you, what you said is there's so many layers and it's going to take time. And and this is what we were reading in a course in miracles where the human mind cannot comprehend or grasp the complexity of all of the moving parts and pieces that are in play in this dimensional reality in this, you know, matrix reality we don't have the ability to like comprehend every single thing that's at play um and so we can only experience from this localized like perspective and we can only control what is within our control which i can control myself i can control what i'm going to do and what i'm not going to do now there will there will be times where as humans we even momentarily lose the ability to do that if we're in a fit of rage or pain or anger, which, you know, mm -hmm. is possible. But at the same time, you know, that's still within our control. We're still responsible for that. But I'm responsible for what I say to people. I'm responsible for how I'm going to love people. I'm responsible for like who I talk to, who I surround myself with, um, which is important. I think you should surround yourself with people who are nurturing, but you also need to point out to those who are in very opposite placements, what they're not seeing, what they can't even see. Um, yeah. And I understand, like, I, th I think that's the, the part about, and then somebody was talking about like, we should love each other. Like, yeah, I, th I think that that's a great idea in concept. I think that we all have the potential to love each other and to unite. Will it ever happen in this lifetime? No. Will it ever happen on this world? Probably not, not, not anytime soon, not anywhere near the future. Right. You know, I think that, yeah. you know, will can we all get on board the love train? No, because some people think that the love train is the devil, you know, and yeah. they're coming from a very different mindset. And so they don't even, there are some people who never even learned what love was or what that feels like. Mm -hmm. And so they operate from a very different like position. They, they operate from a different, very different perspective on love you know it's like what i was talking about earlier i think i was talking about this yesterday in my podcast in my um live you know people were like you know you know love me love me like pay attention to me like people believe that like if you love me that means you should be obsessed with me and i'm just like girl yeah. no like like we got lives we got things we can be focused on and doing i don't need to be worshiping you or obsessing over you that's your job you obsess about yourself you worship yourself yes and 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 i can just add on to that i can add some pennies onto your dollar you know but you don't need my pennies you need your dollar because you need to learn to love yeah. yourself and really be there for yourself and then anything else is extra and then you take the pressure off of others to be and to submit mm -hmm. and to 
you know, you take the pressure off and at that point you can see clearly, you know, you can operate very yeah. differently. So. Mm -hmm. And then whenever you get to that point, and I'm saying this from personal experience, because mm -hmm. I was one of those people who thought mm -hmm. love was only external and spent many, many years as a self hater. That's the way I like mm -hmm. to refer to it because instead of self love, it's like the direct opposite of it. Mm -hmm. You know, you're like, beating yourself up every day when you could be like, girl, you better be the shit, you know, mm -hmm. like, why not? But when you do that, then you also understand that other people are wounded. So they might not be able to give you love because mm -hmm. they don't know it. Mm -hmm. And also it's just like respecting that they don't have to be obsessed with you. So, you know, like, just like you don't need to be obsessed with them. They don't need to be mm -hmm. obsessed with you. It should be, Hey, I have a life. You have a life. Maybe we could be together. Maybe I'll be your wife. I don't know. But it's not like, okay, and toxic. And I saw you talking about a guy. And I saw you talking about a girl. And oh my God. And threatened by everything. It's just mm -hmm. like, there's peace in it. And I think it's, I think there are a lot of people who want to be in that space. And I'll say this about the Black community. Like, we have some very severe difficulties with relationships because we've always got the men going, women think this and they're toxic. And the women going, the men think this and they're toxic. And like, mm -hmm. no one is making a couple. And mm -hmm. how can we have a community without that? So like, it's, it's sad. And I really hope that we come to some kind of agreement at some point about healing, because when you heal yourself, you're, like you just said, able to see relationships differently. And you're not expecting your partner to be fulfilling all your needs and come and make me feel important now. Mm -hmm. And I, I need you to pet me. No. Mm -hmm. You know, like, we don't have to do that for each other. We need to be connecting so that we can raise these kids. I mean, like, I'm over here trying to do this for myself. Mm -hmm. I would love to have somebody help me, you know, but all the men I know are like, oh, women uh, only want my money. First of all, sir, mm -hmm. you don't have none. So, <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, you know, this, it's not that different in like the gay community, because in the gay community, um, you know, with, with like there's like two types. They're like the 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 serial. um the serial sex fiends, like just guys who just want to get off and have sex, but they're not really interested in a relationship. And so they feel like, you know, because you're just an, you're another guy. When I like first realized I was gay and then I started going out into the community and starting to like build connections and relationships and be with people. It was, uh, it was not easy because most of the guys just wanted to have sex. And, and not only that we were, I was kind of taught to be very superficial and I, was a little bit of an asshole because I remember sometimes I would date guys and they were perfectly good. They were good for relationships, but I would judge them on like the stupidest things like, Oh, like you're pigeon toed or, Oh, like you're, you're a heavy guy, <laughs> you know, like, Oh, you're, you know, you're, you know, this or that. And so I would, judge on the most superficial like stupidest little things you know your penis is so small like those little things that we are like that's important that's what the what's the most important thing it really is not that important and i think i didn't realize that and i didn't even know i was like that until like fast forward i got into a relationship with my ex which was like you know like the late 2000s and that boy put yeah. me through hell and back and i went through so much craziness and 
lost myself in that relationship. And when I came back to myself after that relationship was done and good, I was like, oh my God, all of these guys that I had met that were totally good for a relationship, that I could have totally been happy or just appreciated and enjoyed that connection. And I didn't appreciate it at the time. I didn't realize it because I didn't understand that that was more important than, you know, what someone looks like or how someone walks or this or that. So I had to go through a really rough relationship that put me through hell to realize that that's not, these things are not that important. And it really is like the little moments and the little things that are important and that matter. So, um, Lisa's got a good question. Yeah, let me bring Lisa on. I'm gonna bring a guest on because I need to bring somebody okay. on. So here, let me bring, let me let me bring Lisa on. So let me. Okay, so you were talking about you, you, now. You had an interesting question. You were talking about love because that's what we were talking about. We were talking about love. Um, so what was your question? What did you want to ask? Well, my question is, you know, you were talking about relationships, and um, and it's just been so many years since I've had any kind of a relationship or ma- been able to make any kind of connection with anyone. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I've, I've focused very much on my career and things like that. And I've definitely tried to make myself happy in my life just with myself, you know, but like, I don't even know how to begin. I don't even know how to begin to put myself out there to even try. I don't I, like, I have no clue how that's, how this is done anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, you know, what were the examples in your life of love and relationship growing up? Who were the examples? Oh, 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 not good ones. Okay. Not good ones. They, it, it, every relationship mm-hmm. I've had has been toxic in some yeah. way. Got it. So there's this like continual, there's, there's an ongoing like theme of toxicity there. And so it's like, you want, you, you're, you believe in love, you believe in the possibility of having that connection, right? You believe that it's possible for you, but every single example and every single time you've experienced this directly, it hasn't been a positive experience or an uplifting and nurturing experience. Correct. Much so. Okay. So what, I mean, I've what had so, positive love relationships, but nothing with men. Right. Got it. And so that's where the hiccup is at, because mm-hmm. if you're, you've been conditioned, you've, you're, you're a victim of conditioning is what you are. And that's what, what's going on here because you haven't had the experience that has proven to you that your belief is real, then your belief is not real. It doesn't exist. The reality that love can actually work for you does not exist because there's nothing to validate that it actually is real. And so what I tell people is, I mean, you can go and date, you can get on an app, you can do all these different tricks and tips and techniques to try to get something going, but you're going to have to dig a little bit deeper and get to the core energy state of being that you are supporting because of what you fundamentally believe, even though ideologically you want to believe one thing, but you are kind of, it's almost like you're you're kind of like one of these born again Christians with that, where you believe in these higher principles of operation. But when it comes to modeling the behavior and experiencing it directly, that hasn't been, that's not the trend and that's not the norm. So there's kind of like a similarity there. And so you can only put out energy that is going to support, continue to support that deep core state of being. So this is what you do. Cause you're like, but what do I do for anyone? I'm going to tell you what to, I'm going to tell you what to do. <laughs> so this is what you do. You need to give yourself experiences that prove you wrong. 
that prove you wrong. And what I mean by that is if you can't just go out and get into a relationship and have a positive relationship with a male in a romantic way, then you just need to go out and have a positive relationship with a male, period, that allows for a level, I wouldn't say a level of intimacy, but just a level of connection where it is an example that this exists. I think it's important that like in order for a person to get comfortable and get um, to understand and to recognize like healthy relationships or healthy connections, I think the only way you can do that is by actually giving yourself as close an experience to that as possible. This is a, and a, actually, you know what? And I'll, I'll answer. I'm going to answer Lisa's question in a second. Actually, let me answer that and then I'm going to come back. No, let me let me answer this other thing first because I don't want to get lost in what I'm trying to say. When you are moving forward in your life and you're trying to work towards something, and actually this is going to answer Lisa's question as well. When we are moving forward in our lives and we're trying to work towards something, the problem is that many times when we're doing something that we feel is significant or that is important to us or that really, really matters, there are going to be hiccups and there are going to be bumps along the way to that because in our lives, sometimes we haven't been conditioned or given the idea that things come easily. In fact, we are usually taught the opposite. We're taught that everything comes at a, at a price or everything. You have to really bust your ass and work hard for something. And that tends to be the, 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 the trend. And so, um, whenever you are trying to work towards something or build towards something or manifest something, it's going to feel like an upward hill. It's going to feel like an upward battle because we are fighting our, our, old state of being. We're, we're fighting our old conditioned energy and mindset. The way that you get past it is not to flip out or freak out after every single instance that there's a bump in the road on the way to your goal. The way that you move past it and push past it, and this is what um, this is for you, Lisa, also is just keep trying. Keep trying. You know, you can surround yourself with people who have the same vibe going on. You can surround yourself with people who are healthy, who are nurturing. You can surround yourself with people who are going to support your intent and your endeavors, but you're still going to have to try at some point. And when you try, don't commit yourself to the, don't commit yourself to the rotten produce. You go to the store, you buy some fruit and there's a rotten apple in there. Don't commit yourself to eating that. You don't have to eat it. Just acknowledge, okay, this was a rotten apple. I'm going to go back and try again and try again and try again. And it's an, and you got to keep trying and pushing through and pushing through and pushing through. And that takes a lot of, of effort and it takes a lot of um, intention and it takes a really laser focus on what you need to do for yourself. Now, if every single time you try and you fail or it just doesn't work in your favor, don't flip out, don't blow up, don't stop dead in your tracks at that point because all you're doing is reaffirming the old state of being. All you're doing is reaffirming who you're trying to not be. And instead, your reaction, your emotional response, which is a lot of energy putting being put out, it is only going to it's only going to reaffirm what you're trying to push past. So instead of overreacting or reacting with such extreme um, emotional energy, just to say, okay, fuck it. Like, this is what it is. I'm gonna push through, I'm gonna try to get through it. And just keep trying and keep trying and keep trying. And see the little see the little progresses that you make along the way. I had a client that I talked to earlier today. She's like, you know, Fernie, like I've been trying to date and like every time, like, I mean, it's like, I did what you told me to do. I got on the app and I just started talking to people and getting to know people. And I started talking to this guy and 
we had a good chat and we actually got on the phone and we had like a few hours of conversation and then he ghosted me and I was like, okay. I was like, and, and I said, what did you do after that? She's like, well, I didn't want to get back on there and do it and talk to nobody else. And I was like, okay, but was the chat awful? She's like, well, no, the chat was really good. It was a really good conversation. I was like, okay, then that's progress. That's progress. That's progress. That counts. You know, you should have kept going. You should have done kept try again, do something else, try with someone else. You don't have to commit yourself to a ghosted person and put all your chips right. in that. Nobody asked you to put all your chips in that damn pile. Just say, okay, you know what? If the closest I could come to having a decent relationship today was to have a decent conversation with someone that wasn't going to make me feel like crap afterwards, that's progress because I wasn't able to do that in my last relationship. And so with us, you know, in this, and this whole camera thing, Perfect example. The first time we attempted this, you know, we ran into some problems and some issues and some hiccups and we just really couldn't do nothing with that. Second time we tried it, you know, we ran into some other problems, and some other issues, but I was getting very like, you know, I was getting the taste of what I was wanting. I'm like, mm, I like this, but I didn't like that. I like this, but I didn't like that. So the last time we tried this, you know, it was a fail, but I was like, mm, I'm willing to, you know, take it. I'm willing to do whatever I got to do to get this to work. And I was looking online on Amazon, all these, I'm going to have to order this cord and that cord and maybe try this, maybe try that. I was about to send Michelle like a whole, you know, workstation. I mean, I was about to do all these things <laughs> to try to make this work. And then that same day on my, on my, um, on this like group on Facebook that I'm a part of where the, the program that we're using right now for this, they announced that they were making changes to the program to give everybody what they've been asking for that has not been fully like implemented properly with all these other programs that Michelle and I had been using. So at that point I was like, Oh my God, it's like, it's like, that's it. Like, this is it. This is it. And so the one thing I've been trying to avoid doing is like to have to get a new computer because I'm like, I'm gonna make this baby. I'm gonna, I'm gonna drive this bitch into the ground. Right. And she'd been working, but it's very clear now that maybe I need to upscale and up, 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 you know, bring it up a notch. And maybe, maybe, maybe this is important. Maybe my current laptop isn't going to be able to keep up. My 2015 MacBook ain't going to be able to keep up with the workload I'm about to undertake. Maybe I'm about to go through so much increase in stuff I'm going to participate in and editing and stuff like that. Maybe I need to have something that can keep up with me so it doesn't fail me in the midst of something important. And so maybe that's the, 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 and so I'm choosing to see it in a positive way. I'm choosing to spin it in a positive way so that I can be at peace inside of myself with the catastrophe that was the breakdowns of today's technology. And so I would say with relationships, if you go out and you have one hour of a conversation with somebody and it's not a complete disaster, but you never hear from that person again, you run with it, run with it because add it to the pile of moving prop, moving the needle, moving the needle, moving that, moving that, that marker forward. And that's what it's really about. It's about moving that needle and moving that marker forward. And sometimes it's going to feel like you're inching your way forward. Sometimes it's going to be huge gains, but nonetheless, it is what it is, but that's the way you move forward. That makes sense. <laughs> makes full sense. Mm -hmm. I can't see you on the phone, so I'm looking at the computer so I can see oh, your face, but it's oh. fake, so you're still talking. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yes, oh, there yeah. I agree, and I think that is like that lines up with my routine issue here, because yeah. like I said, like I sat and wrote it, so I know I needed to do it, but I was like, I'm going to just struggle until I don't have to. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. instead of just like, you know, saying, okay, well, in doing it, even though it's brand new for me, because I didn't grow up in a household where we had a routine, mm-hmm. you know, it was like we had an overbooking of extracurricular activities and then you went to sleep. So you didn't yeah. need a routine because yeah. your ass was like, I'm tired. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, I mean, and I'm just a different type of mom. So I'm like, hey, what do you feel like doing today? Yeah, mm-hmm. cool out. But I have a kid who's like, no, I need somebody to put some pins around me and I need some fences and you got to tell me when to step, even though yeah. she hates it. But for her, like she really needs that structure. So I'm fighting structure too. Like, but that's why we're together, I think because we mm-hmm. both need it in our life. So in this relationship, we're both learning that. So, I mean, it's a blessing, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. I, 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 it, it's, it's a, I mean, there's some things that we're going to struggle more with and there's some things that aren't like, I think there are a lot of things now in my day in my life that I don't really struggle with. You know, I don't struggle with mm-hmm. being with bringing people into my life who are authentically loving people. You know, I don't struggle with that. Um, I struggle with like who I want to devote my time to because I've always been someone to want to like raise somebody up and raise them up from where they are. But for the most part, majority of the stuff that I've gotten really in the flow with, it flows. But every now and then I'll run into a hiccup or I'll run into something that I got to, you know, power through. And this is one of those examples of that same thing with relationships and lisa as well and by the way lisa get yourself uh the book the soulmate secret um because by the soulmate secret by ariel ford it's a really good book and it'll help you start to kind of envision the kind of energy that you want to attract to yourself but it's not about an ideal it's about a a, like a realistic a, a realistic person don't think about the romanticized version of someone think about like a basic version of someone that is real because you need to start to feel like you can connect to someone who's a real person but they are who they say they are so Mm -hmm. and while i don't have like a winning relationship i have a special set of skills (laughs) in which i know who i am now Mm -hmm. but i was able to sort of outline what would really work for me Mm-hmm. instead of being like oh you're cute let's try it no because cuteness is only gonna get you so far right and i got a lot going on over here <laughs> i need somebody who know how to drive um a wagon oh girl It is what it is. Yeah. I mean, if wagons mm-hmm. work for you, then make the wagon work. Yeah. Make the wagon work. Yeah. Is it a wagon that's mm-hmm. like them old day, old, old timey yes, wagons? Yeah, it's a truck that, wagon. Okay. A truck where, wagon. Where the back, like, you know, flips mm-hmm. down and is wood and you sit down, all the kids are in the, that's what I thought. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We got, I need a, I need an Oregon Trail wagon driver <laughs> over here. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, girl. 